Ultra. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King, one sleepy Sam at a time. I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And today we're talking about Minute 84, which starts with Faramir finishing his question from yesterday, uh, that I had died and Boromir had lived, and ends with Sam struggling to stay awake. Or, I don't know that he's struggling to stay awake. He has that little, like, starty... A little startled, sleepy thing. His yeah. eyes flutter and he seems like he's fallen. He's just like, oh, no, I need to pay attention because Colum is nearby. Oh, I mean, eh, we'll, we'll, we'll. Um. But yeah, so that's the, that's the minute today. Mm-hmm. And it's just more, more sad, sad Faramir. Yeah. And slightly alarmed and confused Pippin. I wouldn't say slightly. Like, his mouth is agape. What did I just witness? Uh, Has there been a murder? Am am I an accessory to a murder? What? Denethor just ordered him to go die. Yeah, that's true. But I actually, so, I actually think that there is more to uh, Denethor's response to this question that you wish that I had died and Boromir had lived than, uh seems to be there at first just like i said yesterday like i feel like i see a lot more depth and nuance in john noble's performance at this level of scrutiny because there is an incredibly long pause after that question it's very it's very pregnant pause and that somehow makes it better no i he doesn't look at faramir when he answers the question he's he seems very withdrawn and i don't know if he seems to be struggling to even like say it a little bit like he it's there's lots of little things in his body language not like in the the tone of how that line is delivered really yeah there's lots of little little things in his body language that make it seem more hesitant than we kind of play it up especially like going into getting ready to scrutinize all this denethor stuff it's just like oh yeah it's time for the asshole <laughs> Oh my god. Um <laughs> but like you know what I mean, right? Like because uh, there's there's something about the way he answers that question that I think it can be read as more him uh answering that Boromir had lived, whether other not and not just like you wish that I was dead. Okay, but you can't separate like <sighs> I mean, this is a man who literally just hallucinated Boromir because he fell down. Like eight minutes ago for the movie, yeah. And okay. Yesterday here, so like this is this is a man who's not exactly uh, on the level when it comes to his grief with over Boromir. So it's not entirely unreasonable to think that he's just latched on the to the that Boromir had lived part of this statement. But you can't pretend that it's not preceded by that I had died. Right. Because he says, you wish that we, like, our places had been exchanged. Not that Boromir was still alive and both of them were still alive. That they, like, he was dead. 
Right. Like that's the, I mean, that's the, that's the dialogue. Like for sure. Right. There's, I just think that there's a lot of, there's a lot of hesitance and little motions in his body language. I'm sorry. There is nothing you can say to defend Denethor that I will accept. I mean, that's fair. I think like, I like especially in this. Oh, moment, he's he's a total there is dirtbag. Nothing you can say to change my mind about Denethor. I think it's worse that there's a pause because he considers it. Mm. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I wish that. Like, just... no, I know it's not like that, but like, to me, the the fact that he thinks about it, it's not something said in anger. It's not something said in, like, the heat of the moment. It's something that he is, like, actually considering for a couple seconds before mm. he answers. And I think that makes it worse. Mm. Yeah, and then there's the, um, uh, Denethor's second line in this minute. That would depend on the manner of your return. Yes. That, see, that comes across as cold. That that comes across as exceedingly cold in, like, the tonal delivery. Right. And is just like, ooh. All right, dude. Well, that's why, because you were like, okay, this is in defense of Denethor. And I'm like, um, maybe out of context of this minute, but like these two lines. These two lines together are terrible. This is <laughs> like, this is uh, abusive, indefensible behavior. Right. Just this if, is this okay, is bad. Faramir already knows that he might die. Like he, he does his his chances are not good. And yet he says, if I should return. Yes. If. Like, he, he, he's not deluded. No, Faramir's not deluded at all. Faramir is a, fully cognizant of the, the problems he is about to go face. Right. Because he just came back from them. And all he wants is his dad to say that he loves him. Yeah. Or at least, like, show it. In some way. And Denethor doubles down. And, like, that's 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 why I'm like, um... We've already been shown one possible example that Denethor used to show Faramir love, at least in the context of the movie. Because Denethor would have been the only person alive at the age Faramir was to have the armor and sword made. Yeah. So, like, I find that interesting. And I... So, if we want to consider that, like... Denethor is going mad in like uh in a in a way that's like comparable to like dementia or Alzheimer's. Yeah. Then maybe that's part of that weirdly genuine look he gives Pippin. That he thinks it's like uh that he kind of sees like Faramir at that age like in front a of child? him. Yeah. Like that's something I had like thought of too, just like between recording i was just like that's a weirdly genuine look he gives him but then like who and like where's the line and stuff like when does it yeah it's there's denethor is complicated this behavior is inexcusable no matter the reason go die son of mine (laughs) yes like this is this is bad drop dead but like (laughs) ultimately it doesn't make it better. In some ways, it makes it worse. In some ways, it's still net neutral. But, like, the idea that, like, when he sees Faramir's corpse, he, like, re- like recants all this terrible behavior is just like, well, this is still terrible, Denethor. Yeah. It's too late. It's too late, my man. Especially because he thinks he's dead. Yeah. 
It's like, did you believe it when you were saying it in the moment? Because if not, you're still a shitty human being. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. Like, I just, I, I think it's like the more that I like really closely watch John Noble's performance, the more I'm just like, well, why is he doing these little things? Well, yeah. And I think it's fascinating. But bottom line is still the same. Yeah. Like, this is still abusive behavior, like cut and dry. Pardon my French, but you're an asshole. Right, exactly. <laughs> like... Exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Cameron. Uh... <laughs> he would know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, man. David David Wenham, his, his little manly tears, are just welling up in his eyes as he bows to hide the fact that he is crying. Why are they manly? It's just because he's a man. Like, it's cool for him. Okay, his dad, like, the one person that, well, like, his only family, right. um, but also, like, the one person that he wants to be, like, it just He just wants respect. By, he just wants to be respected by him. Just told him to go die. Yeah. Well, he didn't, he didn't tell him to go die. He told, he, he said, I wish you were dead. <laughs> well, no. Okay. He sent him, he's sending him on like a suicide mission. Yeah. He's like, I wish you were dead. And if Fer- Faramir's like, well, you know. Well, no, he gaslightingly coerced him to volunteer to Best go. case scenario, if I come back, like, will you treat me better? And Denethor's like, no. That depends on the manner. Only of if you're dead. Only if you're dead. Like, that's what I... <laughs> I don't... No, no. I don't think that's what that means. That depends I don't think on means... the manner of your return. I See, I don't think that means only if you're dead. I think that means if you return victorious as well. Uh, it I, could definitely okay. mean that. But, like, when... <sighs> he doesn't actually think they stand a chance. We talked about that yesterday. Right, he's no, like... I, I will not surrender it unfought. So it's not like he has confidence... Oh no, he that he, he will return he expects, unscathed. Yeah, he expects Minas Tirith to fall. Yeah, that will depend upon the manner of your return. Yeah, if you're dead, like oh man, I'm only going to give you this the respect and love that you deserve if you return to me as a corpse. That you, that you deserve as a human being, not just as my son. Just the respect you deserve, <laughs> just the basic decency. Right. If you're dead, then man, you'll then you'll get it. I'm angry. Just. <laughs> Man, Denethor. Just D is for Denethor, and D is for Dastard. <laughs> Just, I don't know, the the way that, like, Faramir bows to kind of hide his tears, which I think is interesting. That's kind of the impression I get from the motion. No, I think it's a, like, a my lord sort of thing. What's funny to me, like, one of the other, like, little things in this performance with John Noble is that he seems to get angrier when Faramir agrees to go. I think he's angry because he, like... Because he doesn't look angry when he says, yes, I wish that. And then after Faramir says he's going to go, when the camera cuts back to Denethor, he looks angrier. I don't know, because he says, like, since you were robbed of Boromir, I will do what I can in his stead. And, like, I think that is the thing that makes him angry. Mm. And I don't really know why. Like, trying to puzzle it out, like... Well, because there, there's two things about what Faramir says that could make Denethor angry, right? Like, it's either the the implication that he could in some way measure up to Boromir mm-hmm. that makes Denethor angry, or it's... That would explain the uh, follow-up comment, then, if that was the case. Yeah. Or it's the... Or he's 
actually angry that Den- that Faramir has, in fact, decided to go do this. But why would he be angry? He just ordered it. He didn't, though. He yes, said, he isn't there a captain here? Is there a captain here? Okay. He, like, no, no, he gaslightingly got him to volunteer. He did not order him. Well, no, he basically was just like, I won't allow this to happen. Right. And, and when Faramir tries to be like, uh, but this already happened, and there's no feasible way for us to win the city back. Right. He's like, he, isn't there a captain here? Right. And that's that's basically the same thing as or, like ordering you to do it. I mean, yes, in the he, he coerced him. He emotionally browbeat him yes, to do it. That's the same thing. Yeah. But like on on paper for the ministers in the room, he did not order Faramir to go do this. So like which is interesting to me narratively outside of the context of what's going on in this room. Yeah. Because if like those people in this room were ministers, uh and like administrators or whatever in Gondor, like yeah. in Minas Tirith. Then, as far as they're concerned, like, the letter of the law and oaths and everything that Faramir has sworn, he has volunteered to do this. He was not ordered to. And that makes, like, the the kind of display of grief and, like, honor that the people give those soldiers of Gondor as they leave more uh, legitimate from, like, their perspective. Because they don't know what happened in here. As far as they're concerned... Faramir and these men volunteered to do this. But they were standing right there, those ministers, or whoever they are. Right, but they never, there's never actually a spoken order to Faramir. Yeah, but, like... And, I mean, that that matters as far as, like, public perception. Yeah. And, like, the dissemination of information, like, down from the, the rulers down through and stuff. Like, that, it matters. And it matters in, like, a kingdom where, in theory the the laws and the the structures of those laws are really important especially given the kind of visual cues that this is very like byzantine yeah where which is like an empire in which the structure of the law was incredibly important yeah and it's such a long tradition that like those structures and the language that they would use for these sorts of things are probably like incredibly well codified mm-hmm. so for all intents and purposes like out with the context of the conversation, Faramir was, like, coerced and ordered. But as far as, like, the law might be concerned, it was a voluntary action, which is what would cause Faramir and those people to be looked at as martyrs and heroes. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's just something I thought of, like, thinking about but the language though, of this like, situation. Like, he might as well have. Because that's how it would... Yeah, he might as well have, Because that's how it would spread through the people. Like, the ministers would be like, well, Captain Faramir has volunteered to lead men back to Osgiliath to try and retake that city. Yeah. And, like, the idea that the captain has volunteered to do this and is looking for men to do it might inspire other men who feel like it's a way for them to gain honor and death, even if they also believe the city is ultimately going to fall. So they're Denethor's propaganda machine. Well, yeah, that's what ministers are. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's that that's the kind of thing that I think is uh, interesting. It's trying to dissect some of the more like political aspects of what's going on here. I think that's interesting, especially because we were talking about whether or not just like two minutes ago, that was Denethor, the politician instead of Denethor, the man. Do you think that Denethor gets angry because Faramir is so on paper, like so gracious about it? Given the insult he, he gives Faramir earlier in the movie, he might be angry for that reason. Yeah. Like, like it could sour the idea to him. 
Like, oh, he's doing this. This is also him making himself look lordly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But like, I still think that there could be layers here. That was scumbag. Yeah. I still think there could be like layers here because I mean, if, if Denethor didn't actually care about Faramir at all, there wouldn't be any kind of recanting when he dead, when he's dead. So like, there's something here and it's like super, super tiny (laughs) because Denethor is a jerk. But I like I I'm having like kind of fun trying to see where you could read read stuff into what John Noble is doing mm-hmm. as far as like how layered he's trying to make his performance. Yeah, because you you could read that anger as him being angry that Faramir in fact has decided to go and do this because as much as he, he browbeats him because he's a he's a bitter now and probably for a while abusive douchebag but then he can't believe that someone would actually go and die for him like this especially his last remaining son but he just said that he he wants that yeah that's it's just i i think you can read these lines as insincere but it's small i don't think so but yeah i don't know i've said my piece yeah I mean, at the end of the day, I still think that Denethor is a trash man, but he's already wrapped in a hefty bag, ready to get thrown out, so his nice black cloak. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, that's the that's the minute today. Pippin is just like, oh my god, what have I witnessed? Yeah. Those two ministers still at the back of the room when Faramir leaves? Yes. Those and, two guys and back like, there? The two servants... They're yeah. also just chilling back there. Mm-hmm. Who've just like heard all this. Yep. And you know, the two guards outside the door who probably and heard they've all done, this. Like nothing. Yep. Well, I mean, what can they do? Say something. And get beacon duty? Whatever. It's better than sending your son off to death. Yeah. I mean I mean, maybe some of these people are people that went with Faramir. I don't know. They're dressed too fancy. Maybe one of the guards outside the front door was just like, you know what? I'm going to go with him. It's been too long not doing anything. Right. It's time to do something. All right. So what do our listeners think of everything we've talked about today? What a scumbag. You can let us know in the Facebook listener group, the Fellowship of the Mic. Pretty active there. And if you're not a part of the group, you know, find it. Ask to join. We'll approve you unless your account looks like a bot. So... (laughs) Then I might be suspicious. No robots. No robots. There are no robots in Middle Earth. <laughs> Thank God. Just, you know, the occasional animatronic. Which is not a robot. It's different. What? Animatronic? Like a prop? Like a thing? Oh. Because it's a movie? Yeah. What? We'll be back tomorrow <laughs> to talk about Minute 85 I'm and finish confused. out the week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>